Tracy Phillips with SoManyShows.com. And we do podcasts as well as uh, written articles, reviews, recaps, et cetera. So we have one specifically for the Lincoln Lawyer. I wanted to start off with, um, Becky had mentioned that she had some input on her role of Lorna. Did you have any input up front about Trevor? I, I would say indirectly only in that, you know, because I was I auditioned for the role, mm -hmm, you know, right. like I was able to give my take in that audition. So, sure. um, and so the fact that they responded so warmly to what I was doing, um, I, it was really encouraging. And then as we went through, like we had a very open dialogue back and forth, but you know, Ted and his writers did such a wonderful job on these scripts. There, you know, I didn't have a lot of notes, frankly. Okay. Yeah. Did you have the entire storyline up front? Did you get? Did you know the whole thing, or did you have any guesses as you were portraying him? Well, because it's based on a book. True. Yeah. I I I I knew where it was going. Mm-hmm. I, I was hoping that I would be so charming throughout <laughs> filming the show that it, they would change their minds change the script, and, yeah. and come up with an entirely new ending and change the title. Um, but it didn't work. Um, uh, <laughs> but, but that's okay because I feel like uh, it's a very, it's, it's complicated mm -hmm. and satisfying in the end. Yes, yes. Well, I had read the book as well, and you kind of had me going for a while because you never know with a TV adaptation if they're right. going to switch it up on you. So it's great that we still yeah. get to guess a little. And I'm like, hmm, are they going to switch it up here or not? So and that brings me to another question. It's it's kind of meta sort of in my head, but how okay. do you approach trying to play someone that's lying, but of course wanting to make them look believable, but yet... Sure. keep your audience guessing like there's just so many different layers does that make sense yeah, yeah it's yeah, really sure. complicated and it's your craft so obviously you're good at it but is there a certain approach with that well it's kind of two things okay um for for the actor mm -hmm. like our job always is just to play as honestly as possible the scene mm -hmm. that's in front of us okay right yeah. so i believe what trevor believes um, okay. you know, I can only, I can only show what Trevor shows to me. Mm -hmm. Right. Right. Um, the bigger story-wide crafting of what that arc is, is really the responsibility of the writers and the director, mm -hmm. um, where they're pointing the camera, what right. Trevor says and what he doesn't say. Okay. Um, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, for me, it's, it's, it's just more simple than that, but you know, like okay. I, I'm just playing the truth of this scene for him. Mm -hmm. um, I think the important choice for me that I made just for my first audition was mm -hmm. um, he loved his wife. Okay. You know, that's mm -hmm. true. Okay. Um, he, I mean, now we're post-mortem, right? You've seen the show. Yeah. He also murdered his wife. Right, right. <laughs> that is also true. Yeah. Right? So... The murder part, he doesn't want to talk about, and he's not going to talk about because he needs to get away with this. Mm -hmm. It is also true that he loved her, and he is paying an emotional price for okay. all of it. Okay. Um, and so when he's talking about her and he gets emotional, it's mm -hmm. true. 
Okay. Like he did love her, you know, they did have all this good stuff going on. Um, and, and so, and that allows the audience to believe him and it allows Mickey to believe him mm -hmm. um, without feeling like me as the actor is lying. Right, you know? right. Okay, that's, that's, really, that's really interesting. To, that, that helps me think about it more. Not that I have to understand how to do it. I'm not the actor, but yeah. just, it helps you know, to think about it that way and then the, that sort of focus. Now, yeah. just curious in your mind, playing Trevor, would you say that his downfall was more ego or greed or something else? No, it's ego, hubris. I think, I think that, you know, Mickey has him pegged when he talks about him as an addict. Mm -hmm. um, I think that's really pretty right on. Mm -hmm. um, you know, like he, you know, there's the, you know, this, this, the woman that ends up killing him, like she's around, you know, and she's mm -hmm. like talking to people and, but he's, she's, not on his radar, you know, the right. collateral damage of what he's done mm -hmm. is not on his radar. He's so yeah. self-centered and, and, you know, addicted to his, his success and his fame and his company and what they've built and, you know, the, um, the software and, you know, all of this stuff that he is blind to yeah. let things outside of him that, mm -hmm. that, you know, the thing that ends up taking him down, he's completely blind. And it's, you know, and it, it is that, um, total lack of empathy for other people, right? That is part of what drives her to that end, you know, because mm -hmm. she sees him as a monster, mm -hmm. um, you know? Um, and it's part of the tragedy. I mean, the show doesn't get into it at all, but like for me on a personal level, like the ending, you know, while satisfying in a sense that like kind of, you know, he gets what's coming to him. Yeah. Um, it's tragic because this woman's life is, is, is now ruined, right? Because now she's, yeah murdered someone and she's not right, going to get away right. with it. She right? won't be the same. Yeah. No, it's tragic. Yeah, it really is. It really is. But I, I think that's so interesting yeah. that and, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was just going to, it's going to say, and, and she did such a wonderful job on that performance, you know, mm -hmm. at that moment, just that total emotional, the pain when, you know, she was, I mean, I remember on set, Heather was like, I mean, uh, you know, I couldn't see it because I was laying on my back looking straight up, but just mm -hmm. seeing her just give those, those wonderful, those painful, all that emotion in that moment. Yeah. Was just heartbreaking. Yeah. No, it was very well done. I think that's, that's really a good point you made about her not being on his, his radar because you, know, you think about the fact that she was in the courtroom every day. You know, if he just turns around, you know, he might say, well, that, that lady's there every day, but just doesn't even think about it. You know, it's all about him. And, uh, and sure enough, oh, that same lady's here, you know, but he's not, he's not looking at the crowd as individuals anyway, you know, that, that's not his focus. So that's, that's definitely a very, a very good point. Um, yeah, I was going to ask you, did, did Trevor really love Laura? And you've already answered that. Do you think the love was more genuine in the beginning when they first met? Or did he love her the same all the way through? No, I think he loved her, but I think, you know, like as he talks about the infidelity, like the infidelity to me is a symptom of that same thing, right? It's mm -hmm. that same like addictive behavior of getting mm -hmm. addicted to the fame, getting addicted to the money, to the attention yeah. that you're getting from other people. The power, you know, mm -hmm. is very addictive. Yeah. Um, okay. You know, and so I think so. 
you know, another thing that like we don't really touch in the series, but like another thing I think is true is that it's not easy to kill someone. Like that is a trauma that you do not, um, that is serious. Right. You know? Um, and to, for him, like to have killed someone that he loved so much, like, you know, in his mind, even when he's saying, I came out there to fight for our marriage, like, mm -hmm. like in some way, I think that was true for him. Like, okay. Okay. You know, like as yeah. mixed up as that is, like, I think yeah. that was true in a way. Um, and, and, you know, having then killed her is, you know, it, it's traumatizing for him as a person, but like, you know, double so because he's killed his magic, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And yeah. he knows that's another thing that's true in that first episode when he talks about her, like without her, I have no magic. That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was, that's a very, very good line. Very important one. Well, on a, on a lighter note with your role, how much did you actually get to drive the car? Was any of that movie magic or were you <laughs> driving Fisker? down the road? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me tell you, um, that is, that's, that was really interesting because that is such a beautiful car, mm -hmm. like very sexy, really cool car. It oh, is yeah. also, it's, it's, a, it's not real yet. It's a concept vehicle. Okay. Right. Okay. So it is like almost nothing. It has like literally a golf cart engine in it. Okay. And so it turns on like, you know, have you ever been in a golf cart and you know, the little key that you turn yeah. it on? Yeah. yeah. That's the key right now in that car. It is literally a golf okay. cart key. Okay. And you turn it on. <laughs> That is funny. <laughs> like nothing works. Nothing. Yeah. Like it's, there's no power. So turning it is like so hard and it feels like it's, you're rolling on like big wheel, plastic wheels, like nothing about it. Like it doesn't <laughs> at all work the way okay. that it seems to. It seems the doors to, yeah. only open one at a time. Okay. And so like, that's why you never see them opening at the same time on the screen. Like they're always having to cut around it. Um, okay. So beautiful. <laughs> but completely fabricated, not ready for prime time. Um, it will okay. be, like it's coming out and it's gonna be an amazing yeah. car, but the one that we had was uh -huh. literally, it was like, oh, this is what these concept vehicles are. They have like okay. golf cart engines in, just so that you can drive up onto the stage mm -hmm. and then drive off. And that is all that that thing was good for. It was um, amazing. Like you couldn't even open it without like this key fob and so, so like whoever had the fob was yeah. completely in control of whether or not the people in the car could get in or out like because oh, there was no other way to open the doors trapped. yeah you're at the mercy yeah, of someone so, else yeah That's yeah so it was funny. um and on that scene when we pull away from parallax that first time you see yeah. it, you see us driving away uh -huh. like we were in it but like as we were getting to the corner and starting to turn it like smelled like it was catching fire like it was just <laughs> did not seem safe at oh all. my gosh yeah that's some that's some really good scoop yeah i i yeah did not did not expect that answer but that that's some really good scoop. right yeah. yeah well also are are you a gamer are you a video gamer well i'll tell you uh, i i was when i was younger and then i had kids uh -huh. and i didn't play video games for a long time but i had i got back into it over the pandemic because some friends of mine got me into the last of us oh yeah yeah i'm familiar with that one yeah, and I fell in love with that video game, and thank God, like it was about a month before the second one came out because I would have—I okay. don't know how people waited. Yeah, so what long would you have done? The second one. 
Yeah. And then that second game to me, like it was like, I understood like the whole speech that Trevor gives about the uncanny Valley and how it changed mm -hmm. everything for mm -hmm. video games. Like, like I felt that way about storytelling playing the last of us two. I felt okay. like the last of us with last of us two did, didn't revolutionize, you know, graphics or characters eyes. To sure. me. Um, I care less about that, but what it did do, it totally, um, opened up a whole new way to tell stories because okay. when you get to the midpoint of that game and then it flips and now you're playing the antagonist mm -hmm. and you're forced to empathize with the bad guys yeah, was just blew me away. And I'm such a huge fan of those guys um, that made that show. So, you know, for me, like I was you know, telling myself, like I kind of get to be Neil Druckmann in this show. Although I, I, I think he's probably a much nicer guy than Trevor. <laughs> Give him more credit. <laughs> um, yeah. So I'm a gamer. Like, I'm, I'm a very specific type of gamer. Okay, like, right, like right. I haven't right. found a game since The Last of Us 2 that okay. I can get into just because, okay. like, I want that experience again. Sure, sure. Yeah, nothing short of that. Thank you for this time. I'm excited. Uh, really excited for the listeners to hear about this car. That's some good scoop. <laughs> yeah, that's good stuff, right? I know. Yes. I wish... And like no no knock on Fisker because I no, the, man, no, the production vehicle no. I think is going to be so cool yeah. but that yeah it's um it's funny it's, when you watch it like you see it on the freeway you can yeah. see they sped it up this like when it's like I yeah. don't know how they got it on I don't know how they even got it on the freeway that's so funny that's so funny that's, yeah that's really good intel well you take care have a great day and really appreciate it right, thank you thank you, thank you. Bye. Thanks, Tracy.